Hey guys, my name's Lisette and I would love to welcome you to the Redeemed Girl Podcast. Welcome back. How's everybody doing? How was your 4th of July? I don't know about you guys, but I loved having 4th of July on a Sunday. I serve on the events team at my church, and normally when you have an event at your church, it's like Christmas and Easter and you never get to really enjoy it. But this year, 4th of July on a Sunday, I really got to enjoy and receive the fruit of all the work that I did for this event. It was so fun. My church had like a cute bike parade for the kids. We had snow cones. It was just, it was such a good time. I felt really thankful. Anyways, I digress. How was your 4th of July? I hope you had such a restful four-day weekend. It seriously went by way too fast. I want to thank everybody for engaging in the Worship Song of the Week segment of the podcast. So many of you guys listen and share it with me, and it makes me literally feel so excited and full. I love having people that engage. I don't know. It really makes me feel awesome. So I'm going to be super transparent with you guys. This will all make sense and kind of feed into today's episode, but... Currently in my life, I am swamped. I'm not telling you I'm swamped for sympathy. I'm telling you just to kind of give you a little bit of context about where today's episode came from. Um, My personal life and my professional life and my passion projects are all kind of jumbling. I do not have a healthy work-life balance at all. I think I'm working like 10 to 12 hours a day and then I'm like not giving myself any time to like do things that make me happy. I don't know. I'm really, really busy. That being said, when I record The Redeemed Girl, it takes a lot out of me. Like not only the prep work. I love the prep. I love the praying, the worshiping. I love it when the Lord tells me kind of what to share on. What's hard is the vulnerability and the after effect of the podcast. Every time I've shared recently, it's been super vulnerable and it's been like a really hard thing for me to release and let the Lord use because I don't love to share my emotions. I'm Middle Eastern. Middle Easterners don't share their emotions. It's hard for me. It feels really stretching. It feels like I'm going through a freedom intensive every time I record. That being said, I'm in probably one of the busiest weeks of my life. It just feels like a lot. So when I was preparing for today's podcast, I asked the Lord to not make it about me. I didn't, you know, he listens to my suggestions a little bit about the pod. Most of the time, I just kind of have to like be obedient and do what he says. But I feel like today he gave me a little bit of a lighter topic. He really could sense that I'm on the verge of, you know, crazy anal set coming out. I appreciate that about the Lord. He knows what I can handle. Doesn't give me too much. So when I was praying for this week's episode, I really wanted it to be about you guys. I really wanted today to just be encouraging for you. Not just like frou-frou, you're awesome, God loves you, you're called, you're chosen. I mean, all of those things are true, but I wanted it to be for you, for you in your season. So when I was praying about it, I told the Lord, Lord, tell me about my listeners. When he was kind of talking to me about my listeners, he was showing me that the overarching theme is that nobody is in the same line of work that I am. Sure, some of you guys probably go to my church or serve on a team with me, but the majority of y'all probably aren't in some type of ministry position where you're working full-time for ministry. So when he was telling me this, I was like, okay, totally, but like, Lord, I don't really know where you want me to go with this. 
He reminded me of my season working as a hostess at a restaurant. This season of my life was probably one of my favorites because it was so low pressure. I was a junior at my Bible college. I was taking, I think, 18 hours and I was working part time at this restaurant. So I was going to school, learning about God, learning how to implement and help people, learning how to preach and teach the gospel to any and everybody. Then I would go to this little part-time job. I don't know if you've ever worked in the restaurant industry, but the restaurant industry to me personally felt like one of the most broken places I've ever worked. I don't know what it is about me. Maybe it was because I was kind of quiet, but people would just tell me their life story and every person that I would meet at my job that worked there had so many struggles, so many so many different things that were weighing on them, diseases, illnesses, stresses, financial stresses. So many things were constantly going on in these people's lives. And I was just kind of quiet. My work was super tight knit. I didn't hang out with anybody. I kind of kept to myself. And I was asking the Lord, like, why are you reminding me of this? He showed me this interaction that I had with one of my coworkers. And honestly, I didn't even remember this until he showed me. I had this one coworker. She didn't really like me because we had mutual friends. I didn't really love her. I kind of stayed away from her. We were never really having a good attitude at the same time. We just kind of stayed away from each other. She was a single mom. She was coming to work to provide. I was coming to work to have like fun money. We were just in really different seasons and I probably came off as a brat to her, honestly. So one day she comes to work and she is just an emotional wreck. She's sitting in our manager's office. Our manager tells her to come sit in the lobby and wait for a ride to pick her up. She's super emotional. It was a really slow day, which this restaurant was never slow. It was a really slow day. And I remember looking at her and hearing the Lord tell me, go talk to her. I didn't want to be obedient. I didn't want to talk to her. Like I said, she wasn't my favorite. I went up and I talked to her and I just asked her like, hey, are you okay? Can I do anything for you? And it was like an immediate download. Like, I think she just needed somebody to be there and ask if she was okay. And it was like instant. She told me everything that was happening, what she felt. It was really, really heartbreaking. I felt so bad after this conversation for never really sticking up and supporting her. When she was talking to me, all I could think in my head was, God, what am I supposed to say to her? None of my words feel like they're going to hold any weight. She needs something more than what I can give her. Please, Lord, speak to me, Lord, speak to me right now. Please, God, please, God. She was telling me about something happening with her baby daddy, something that she was afraid of with her baby. She felt like she was not a good mom. Like all of these things were such lies. Like this girl, I might not have liked her, but she worked her butt off for her son. She was going to school full time. She was working nonstop. She was trying to take care of her kid. And I realized in that exact moment that she needed a little piece of heaven. I'll never forget. I looked her in the eye. And I felt like the Lord told me, God has your back. He just wants you to keep moving forward. I told her, I don't know if you believe in God, but I want you to know that God loves you so much and he will not let you fail. The conversation kind of ended. I couldn't tell if I freaked her out. I was like, okay, God, you just had me talk to this girl that I work with and totally probably freak her out. I just told her that God loves her like she doesn't know that. Didn't think anything of it. I was so embarrassed the rest of my shift. I went home 
and I was in a really bad mood. My roommate could tell I was in a bad mood. I felt so embarrassed. Normally when the Lord asks me to talk to somebody, they're like, oh my God, love it. It like resonates with them. When the Lord asked me to talk to this girl, it did nothing. It felt like it did more harm for me than it did good. Then two days later on a Facebook post, this girl writes out, had a really weird encounter with this girl at our work. Told me God loves me. Seeing all these things happen, you have no idea how much I needed to hear this. Two weeks later after this Facebook post, she comes up to me at work. It was the first shift we'd had together since I went up to her. She came up to me and she was like, remember everything I was freaking out about? I was like, yeah. She was like, I think God did something about it. (laughs) And I remember she was frantic. I'm like, okay. And she was like, no, but really, like, All the things I was worried about couldn't have happened if it wasn't for God. Like all I did on my drive home was like, tell God if he's there, I need help with this, this and this. And everything that I said I needed help with ended up happening. And I started crying at work. It was so embarrassing, but it was so awesome how the Lord used my obedience and seriously blessed this girl. And that seed was sown. I think like maybe a week or two later, this girl ended up getting saved at her home church, but it was so freaking cool that the Lord used me and entrusted me to talk to this girl that I thought I didn't like at work and use that situation to increase my faith. When I was having issues and was insecure about talking to this girl, yeah, it was my flesh that didn't want to talk to her, but like I can get over myself in a minute. Really, it was my faith was lacking I needed more faith and the Lord was testing me and using my faith to see if I would be bold and do what he said in my workplace. I don't know about you, but for me, it feels incredibly daunting to go up to somebody that you don't necessarily know, you don't know if they're a believer, and just give them this word. It feels so scary. When you go up and give somebody a word at church, you're like, easy, you go to church, you believe in God, you have to believe in prophecy, I can give you a word any day. But when the Lord asked me to give a word to my coworker who I didn't even know was saved and I didn't really like her that much, it was hard. It was a real test of my obedience. The big thing that the Lord was showing me to encourage you with was that if you are a believer, if you ever feel stuck or like you're not doing enough because you're not working full-time ministry or you're not going to church or you're not serving, but you believe in God, your workplace is your ministry. You were able to do the same thing that your pastor does on a Sunday morning from his pulpit in your nine to five Monday through Friday. When I was in college, one of my college professors used to always tell us and encourage us to pray and ask the Lord to receive our work as worship. So if I was studying, I would ask the Lord, Lord, receive my studying as an act of worship to you. All work matters to God. In Genesis 128, it says, be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. This is God's mandate for us to work and create. In short, to do all kinds of work. It doesn't say just to do ministry work, do all kinds of work. God needs all kinds of workers in every type of field to fulfill his purpose. In Exodus 31, 3 through 5, we're introduced to Bezalel, who God chose and filled him with the spirit of God, with wisdom, with understanding, with knowledge, and with all kinds of skills to make artistic design for the work in gold, silver, bronze, to cut and set stones, to work in wood, and to engage in all kinds of crafts. God needs us to take the skills he's blessed us with so we can do our part. We need pastors, of course, to preach on a Sunday. We need our worship leaders to help us engage and enter this presence of heaven and worship the Lord. 
We need missionaries, of course, to go out and tell people the truth of who God is who have never heard about God. We need architects to build our homes and our communities and our places of worship. We need teachers to teach our kids the true values of God and to protect them and to support them. We need lawyers to bring justice and to love on people. The Lord needs all types of workers to help further his purpose in our lives. We need a variety of believers in all areas of the workplace. Not just so that we can be a unified front as believers. I mean, it's always awesome when you work at a secular job and you find out you have another Christian friend that believes in the same things you do. But we need a variety of believers in the workplace so that we can reveal all aspects of God's goodness in creation. We need more people to do what God created them to do with excellence for his glory. By the way, your workplace is probably one of the best mission fields you'll ever find. You have the opportunity right where you are to be a light to everybody around you and everyone who encounters you. You have a special opportunity to introduce people to Jesus. You have such a special opportunity to introduce people to Jesus just by the way you carry yourself and by the way you act. You're probably wondering, okay, how are people going to know that I'm a believer and that I follow Jesus in my workplace? Honestly, as easy as it sounds, By living out your faith by the way you treat people, by the excellence that you bring to work, by the way that you serve others, by the way you walk in joy even when there's chaos and there's wrecking havoc all around you. When people see that you're different in all of these positive ways and you have a different way about you, they want to know what that is. All of that opens a door for you to share your source of joy, your source of peace, and your excellence, which is Jesus. If you work in the workplace or you work in an environment that you feel like God can't use you, I really want to encourage you to change your way of thinking. You can do so much in your workplace, if not more, than I can do on a Sunday. If you work in a secular job, I just want to encourage you this week to pray for somebody at your job and ask the Lord to open doors for you to introduce them to Jesus. Maybe you work in a place where everybody's a believer. Honestly, That's awesome. I'll be praying that you just get community. Maybe you work in a place that is so incredibly saturated with people, with corruption, with what feels like uncertainty. I'll be praying that you meet somebody that needs an encounter from the Lord. I hope that today encourages you and makes you realize that the Lord can seriously use you anywhere, whether it's in your workplace from nine to five, whether it's in the grocery store, whether it's with your friends. Anywhere, if you open yourself up and ask the Lord to use you as a vessel, he will. I love you. I'm praying for you. And I can't wait to chat next week. Worship song of the week. Okay, you guys. This week's worship song is none other than The Blessing. Carrie Job. Cody Carnes, The Blessing. Oh my God, want to hear a funny story about Cody Carnes? Cody Carnes used to go to my church, but one of my friends, her boyfriend, was actually living with Cody Carnes. And I was like, in high school, I was obsessed with him. I was like, oh my God, a boy that loves Jesus and can sing? Yes. At this time that I was obsessed with him, Katy Perry Firework had just come out. Anyways, she got a video of him saying, 
hey, what's up? And then he sang firework to me, and I remember freaking out. Honestly, I don't know why I freaked out so much because it's not like he's Justin Bieber. He's just like a worship leader that like sang at my church. But it was a really big deal to me, y'all. I don't know why you needed to know this story. Just, just listen to it, okay? Bear with me. The Redeemed Girl podcast goes live every Thursday morning at 10 a.m. For more information, email us at info at theredeemedgirlpodcast.com and give us a follow on Instagram at the Redeemed Girl Podcast.